Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. All right, you guys. The much-anticipated and much-asked-for response from Josh when it comes to his thoughts, his feelings, all of those things on dating someone who's extremely independent and someone that is extremely, extremely busy. So yeah, I'm gonna do. let Josh just go straight in on it, and because we kind of stopped. We'll use that one. Yeah, we'll just let you go straight we'll in that. and let you talk about all of those things. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I think where we left off last time is my thoughts on you know being dating you, obviously extremely independent, but we're working on you. Um, <laughs> Wait, working on me being dependent on you, or just working on me? No, working on being, you know less as independent because I think you don't need to be maybe. And I think whether you, whether we get that far or, you know, uh, well, you know what they say? I, I was reading something the other day and it really hit home and it basically was saying that people who are extremely independent have been let down by so many people in their past that they just know they just pick up the slack and can depend upon themselves and know that they're going to get it done. So there's that. So at least we know that's where it comes from, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it comes from. But like I said, we're working on that. But um, yeah, I would say that the independentness that you are and the busyness that you are, it's just the drive, right? I mean, it's your drive to succeed. It's your drive to be a great mom. It's your, it's just that drive in you. And I think a lot of people can, uh, um, 
resonate with that because we all have a drive to a certain point. Uh, um, your drive is just your drive. And maybe it's be from, you know, people letting you down to you're like, Hey, I have to pick up this slack. And at some point you get tired of picking up the slack and it being, you know, an excuse or kind of letting people do that. And you just in turn, take it for, um, what it is, which is, which is where, where you are, which we all love and adore that about you. I, since we're talking about my feelings, don't always like it, but I do love it. Let's just put it that way. So I think that, um, you know, what everybody wants to know, what you want to know is how, because I'm not as independent as you are. And, you know, the, 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 there's a word that gets thrown around and I'm not going to use that word because I think it, um, has a very, um, can have a very negative. Is that the word that starts with an N and ends with a Y? Yes, okay. it does. Okay. It starts with okay. an N and ends with a Y. Okay. I'm not going to say that because I think that, you know, not necessarily for myself, but talking through and reading things that can, you know, trigger people or not trigger people or be, um, you know, make them feel, and I think it's a, can be come across as a negative word. So I'm not going to say that. We'll just say less independent. How about that? Okay. So That's fair. I would say that being my feelings on diving right into the vulnerability is um, some feelings that come across dating you um, are. Don't hold back. Um, I'm fine with you. Go ahead. So the, <laughs> all right. Um, there's there's a um, and this is coming from someone that's not independent. So we've obviously talked through these things. So I'm not telling you anything that maybe you don't know, um, but maybe people can resonate with. So there's you dating an independent person or even married to an independent person. There's a there's a loneliness, obviously that you feel. There's a you know a huge adapting to that independent world. I mean, there's been many times where I have felt very lonely, whether it be in Virginia or whether in Cincinnati. And it's, that's a me issue, obviously. And that's a non-independent person issue, but there's the loneliness there of the drive being what it is or the busyness being what it is. And you almost get not lost in the shuffle, but you, you're like, okay, where do I fit? Where do I, how can I help? Am I going to get the time? Am I going to get this? Where do I, you know, what should I jump in and do and what should I not do? Because you, for you, since we're talking about us, you don't like to ask for help. And that's, a, I think that's a, that's a independent thing. That's also a strong, um, female, successful, it can be male too, but in this instance, it's you. That's a characteristic where, hey, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need help. I don't want to do this. And I'd rather, as you said before, people have let you down in some aspect. So I'd rather just do it myself than ask for your help because guess what? You're going to mess it up anyway. So there's a lot of those things, you know, for me of feeling lost, lonely, am I helping enough? Am I here, you know, and how can I assist all of those things? And, um, wow, we're gonna, it's kind of, <laughs> there's a, um, the worthy word comes to mind, 
you know, and I've talked to my therapist about that, that it's like, hey, am I am I worthy enough to be quote unquote in the relationship? Am I worthy enough to be here and helping out? Is it because I, you know, is it because that you're, you're so independent that you just want to do it in the drive? And it's like, Hey, I'm willing and able to do all those things, regardless of what it is, stuff around the house, stuff with work, you know, pick, you know, grocery, you know, whatever those things are. I think independent people just are so used to being let down it's it's kind of like letting somebody into you know your world or letting somebody in and going hey something as simple you know for you of you know out taking out the trash not that you don't let me take out the trash <laughs> right but, but I did look at you I, crazy like wait what the first time you did it, I was like you just took out the trash like right oh I didn't so even it, ask you like oh, oh well thank you but right yeah. But it's those small things, I think, for independent people. And for you, it's like, I'm not even going to ask you to do that because even if it's the trash, you're going to take it out the wrong door. You're going to put it in the wrong can. You're going to get something like whatever the thought process for people to do that. And I think the loneliness is there. The work, am I worthy enough to be there? Uh, and I think, interjection, I think that that stuff gets in your head because I don't feel like I have ever been like, you're taking the trash out wrong or you're doing this wrong or you're doing that wrong. So I think that when you're with a super independent person and then you're feeling this way that, I mean, it's almost like it just creeps into your head and there's these Mm -hmm. thoughts and feelings that I've never expressed. And I don't even feel like I've ever alluded to any of that right. stuff. So it's almost like your your mind is going wild because you're not you're not as independent, which is okay. I mean, that makes us each unique in us, but you're not as independent. So you're kind of like, wait, hold on a second. And then you start to go into an overthinking type mode, if that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. no, no, I'm grateful for the things that you do. So... Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm using. I was using that as an example, but yeah, you never said like, "Hey, you're doing this." But right. There are things, right. you know, that even just asking for help, I think, for whatever, you know, for whatever. Yeah, that's just not. That's thing. yeah. I mean, that's just not. Josh will watch me run around until I literally go to bed at night, and I'm exhausted. And he's like, "What the heck?" Just you know, throughout the day, what can I help you with? I'm like, "I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it." Nothing well, about it. I'm I good. Think, and I think that's where, you know, for me and in, in my nature, my heart is I'm a helper. I'm a giver. Like that's mm-hmm. in relationships. Obviously, you have seen that in, you know, the over six, happy six months, by the way, before <laughs> I forget that that was uh, a few days ago. So um, we almost didn't make it to those six months, but we'll talk about that we in a minute. We almost didn't make it to the, you know, <laughs> We'll talk about that in a minute. Far, but, we, but we did. So. But I think that the um, it's in your if you feel like that's your heart and that's what you do. And I will admit it, whether you want to call it overthinking or whatever that is, if you're constantly asking or a, asking a, a, an independent person, can I help you? Can I do this? What can I do? What can I do? And they're on the outside coming to you going, hey, I got it. Hey, I got it. Hey, I got it. And you're still, you know, for like you said, go, go, go all day long. Mm-hmm. And I obviously have my work to do and doing stuff and helping you. And we do stuff together and all of those things. But you get to the end of the day and whereas you're very independent and, hey, you've got the stuff checked off and you've done your list. And it's like, 
exhausted for the day and it's like, hey, let's go. Like it's time to go to bed, whatever. And for an overthinker or somebody that has the giving heart, it's like, hey, we we spent time together today, but it was doing this, this, and this. And then it's like, hey, I'm you didn't allow me to do this or you didn't want me to help you with this. You said you got it. And then the brain just starts going because it's like, okay, well, what does she quote unquote need me here for? Or what is she, does she want me here? Is it, is she ever going to let go of these things to allow me to help her? And for you, I think that it's, you know, getting, just getting things done. And for us people that are not as independent, you know, (laughs) I say not as independent, it's like, all right, well, I'm offering to help. I'm, you know, I'm here to help. I'm here to do all those things. Does she even trust me to do that? Does he even trust me to do that, to do it right, to not do it right? And I think that plays into, you know, one, you know, you and I have learned or I have learned, you know, communication and love languages and all those things that we've kind of talked through. And sometimes it's, um, and look, I said the lonely thing, it's, it can be a lonely place. Not that you particularly as an independent person have put me there, but I think it's a combination of the independence plus the quote unquote overthinking or man, what about, or how can, or it's, it's trying to think through that. So maybe you call that overthinking too. Um, And I think that's where your quote unquote worthy part comes in, right? mm -hmm. Because you and I've had this conversation. Let's take a step back. So, so everyone kind of knows where we were along with this and they can piece it together at the same time. and, And I think more of this might make sense. So it got to a point where I was extremely, extremely busy. We already know I'm independent. We already know I get up, I do my stuff, I handle my business, you know, just I keep trucking. Regardless of help, no help, any of that stuff. I look at it as I'm not going to have help, and so I just keep rolling. So extremely independent, then extremely busy on top of it. So waking up, the minute I wake up, it's answering emails and answering DMs and doing this and doing that. And then I got to get a post and I have to do this and then recording or working out. All of those things are just things that I do on a daily basis. And it literally is the minute I wake up until I lay down in bed. I'm just going, going, going. So last month I had these goals that were given to me by TikTok and I needed to try and meet those goals. So add on to the independence piece and being busy anyway with everything else that I do, podcast, live feeds, content, other platforms, sponsorship stuff, talking about a tour, you know, magazine cover, like you name it. There's a bunch of other things that people don't see behind the scenes. So Josh gets to see this, experience this and see, holy crap, where do I fit in? Where is my time? So we were, I would say, a good solid three weeks where Josh kept coming to me saying, I need your time, I need your time, I need your time. And for someone who is extremely independent, doesn't ask for anything, I just keep going till everyone around me gets what they need. I just keep going, I just keep going, I just keep going. Well, I got to a point where I was like, Josh, I can't give you that right now. I don't have it. I have to be a mom first. I have to do well at my job. I have other things that I have to make sure that are done. I just don't have that extra 
one-on-one time that you're asking for late at night or whatever, I don't have it. And it was so hard for me to say that to him because I want to be everything for everyone. But it was also so frustrating because he would see how exhausted I was and he wasn't taking no for an answer. So we found ourselves in a very tough spot for about three weeks because it was just budding heads. It was, I need more from you. And I'm like, I'm giving you everything I have. Now, mind you, these are things that we've worked through. And this is why we're actually having the conversation because this is this is hard. This was hard yeah. to get through. This is a hard conversation to have. But I would give him any spare time that I had, meaning, okay, I need to go run errands. Do you want to go run errands with me? We can catch up talking-wise. We can do this. We can do that. And it was, I'm trying to multitask and, and give him something of myself, but I can't give him anything else because I just don't have it. And I know people out here can attest to the fact of, being so freaking tired, you can barely stand up. Being so tired, you can barely keep your eyes open. Literally running yourself so ragged, you're like, I don't even know what day it is. And and you wake up in the middle of the night because you're like, I have so much stuff to do and you can't get back to sleep. So that's what was going on the majority of September for me is I just don't have it. I just don't have it. I just don't have it. And he's over there fighting for his life saying, but I need it, but I need it, but I need it. And if it weren't for us, the constant communication and also another party stepping in, which we'll talk about later, but I did not realize until he finally pulled some things back and said, I just don't feel worthy. And I'm like, that's silly. What are you talking about? You don't feel worthy. Well, I just don't feel like, do you need me? Do you this? Do you that? And of course, you know, for me, I'm like, I don't need anyone. No. And I'm sure that didn't help, but it was like, I want you. You know, independent people are not going to tell anyone they need them because we can we can handle our stuff, right? But it was like, I want you here. So me not being able to give him that was hard for me because that's not who I am. I give everything that I can of myself. And it was hard for me to admit to him, I can't give you what you need right this second. So I'll let Josh speak about it. But it was like, he, I kept saying, this is all I have, this is all I have. And he kept saying, I need more, I need more. And couple weeks back or about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Yeah. I was like, what? we, we, I, I literally I broke up with him. I'm like, I, I can't, I, I just can't. I'm like, I have so many pressures coming from everywhere and everyone's needing me. I don't even have time for myself, let alone giving you anything more. I just don't have it. And I was very frustrated because I said, you of all people should see that I don't have it. I'm not out talking to other people. I'm not out going out. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just saying there's only 24 hours in a day. And and I was getting, what, five hours of sleep? And it was just like I just had nothing left that I physically could give anybody. Uh, and I just felt like he wasn't hearing me and he felt like I wasn't hearing him. So, Yeah, yeah well, I think that you know that's the big that's the big thing you just said it is hearing and listening and obviously talking through talking to our therapist and talking to people that we have in our in our circle that we trust and love and that are going to give us you know the real deal and not sugarcoated because who you are who i am who we are um and i think that was the issue is we both were listening to each other we just weren't 
hearing each other. And the same thing that you're saying. Oh, wait, I heard you. I literally was just like, I got nothing left. (laughs) We were listening and not hearing. I will will reiterate that. But I think there were times when we were hearing and legit, hey, I can't do this or, hey, I'm not going to do this or, you know, whatever that is um, or was. But hearing hearing that you don't have something to give to someone that feels like they aren't worthy anyway mm-hmm. or they weren't being hey can you can you and we you know we figured obviously we spend you know with your schedule my schedule there's a lot of flexibility as far as when we hang out and when we can do things together run errands and you know lunch or whatever yeah. um but it was a quality quantity thing and we were just on two we were just on different different wavelengths for that because my quality time is different than your your thinking quality time and it's it's just a flip-flop mind mind shift of hey to you this is quality time and you're able to work and do all those things and we still have our time and all that and i was you know on my end i'll say it i was miss i was missing the boat because it wasn't a you know we talk love languages you talked quality quantity it wasn't my it wasn't where my thought process was. Yes, I understand you were busy. Yes, I understood all of those things, but it was almost like, okay, we're, we were almost, you know, it, we just weren't, we just weren't clicking and in, in that, in that avenue or that, that, that area. So well, I think you said uh, it a minute ago when you said you didn't feel worthy. So you were, doing all these things, helping like taking out trash, doing dishes, doing these these little things that end up piling up to bigger things, right? So I, I wouldn't have to do that. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm doing all these things for her and she can't do this for me. Am I not worthy? And it's one of those things where we had to take a step back of I literally physically have no time. It wasn't I'm choosing not to. It wasn't hey, look, I don't care about you enough. I'm not going to do this. Hey, I don't want to do this. None of those things were ever said. It was, I am so busy right now. And that's what's hard when you have one person who is lights out busy and the other person is not. But that that's going to switch someday, right? There's going to be a day where you're going to be so busy and I'm not going to have as much and I'm going to be like, oh. So I well, needed to take happens. a step back. I think, so. I think that's the... That's the cool part, and that's the other, you know, part of, you know, the flexibility in the schedule. Because there's been times when I've been at the house and I'm working or whatever, and you kind of have this break, and I'm sitting at the table, or you know, me and your mom are there, she's working, I'm working, you're working, everybody's there, whatever, and I'm in the middle of something, and you got a break, and all of a sudden you come over and you're like, you give me this look like, hey, I got nothing to do right now, and why are you working? Type of look. And, you know, you'll come over and just sit on my lap or while I'm on the laptop or whatever and, and working and you just kind of sit there. And that's, you know, that's I want to be there, obviously, for those moments and in that moment, because just as the things that I quote unquote do, as you were saying, around the house or for you or to help you or to help us and all that, I was doing all those things and wanting the quote unquote time was our time it wasn't and we've talked through that it wasn't josh's time it was more like of us time and Mm -hmm. i um 
but and you had to moments, those, and you had to understand that I just didn't have that. It was right. wake up. I had to do this. Wake up. Get my son to you know get breakfast. Get my son to school. Get ans- answer DMs. Answer this. Answer that. Get on Zoom meetings. Get on calls. Do this. Do that. It was literally back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And you're like, but what about me? But what about me? And I'm like, oh. And at one time I was like. I feel like you're pulling on my shirt like a little kid begging and asking and you're an adult like you should see and I had to take that step back because I'm like our brains do not work the same and literally it was I was so swamped and I'm not saying that dads don't feel this way but I I can speak for myself as a mom when you have it's you know it's a running joke you got like 72 web browsers up at one time and you're doing 72 and 11 different things. I have all these things going on and then I have Josh pulling me. I need your time. I need your time. And I'm like, I I don't, I, I've never said this in my life. I don't have it. I don't know where I'm pulling it from. I don't have it. I don't have it. And he just kept saying, but I need it, but I need it, but I need it. And it was this incessant, it felt like nagging to me. And I was like, I felt my back was up against a wall and I was just like, this is the only thing that can go. My, my kid can't go. I have to provide for my child. I have to, I can't dip out on being a daughter. I can't dip out on whatever. I'm like, you should understand this by now. We're almost six months in. Like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. If you're not going to hear me and believe me when I'm saying I don't have this, then you we can't be partners because there's going to be days where someone can give 99% and someone can give 1%. And then it's going to flip-flop. And I'm like, I'm right now at my 5% or 10% or whatever it is. And I would find myself staying up late. You know, there'd be times where I would get done with the live later than I wanted to. And then Josh and I would have conversation an hour later and I wouldn't be getting to bed. And then I'd have to get back up early. And it was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. Something has to give. And it took me saying, I can't, I'm done. And a friend happened to call and talk to me a little bit. And I'm very private about our like deep down stuff. I just, I don't do it. I don't talk to people about it because we're in a very, very, very public relationship. The last thing I want to do is have the public skew how we deep down genuinely feel. Because if the public is like, we love you guys together. And I'm like, he's just not my person. But they keep saying that it might make me think, oh, wait, what am I missing? Or, you know, what am I doing? So let me say this. When that friend called to talk to me about something different and they were like, hey, we're noticing or I'm noticing, which was I thought was insane that they even noticed anything. Not that I'm trying to hide anything, but just I was like, wow. So he made the a few comments. We talked a little bit more. He's like, well, I'm calling Josh tomorrow. And I said, well, that's fine. And I told him, I was like, well, honestly, this is I pretty much ended it because I can't. I just can't. I don't have the mental capacity or physical. I just can't do it anymore. And he was like, oh, wow. I did not know that that's what happened. And I said, I still love him, but I have to feel heard. And I get it. He told me a million times, but I feel like I heard him and I was being honest and open with saying I can't do it. So we had the conversation and then Josh had the conversation the next day. And that's up to you. If you want to speak about that, you can speak about that. That's totally your call. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the 
the people obviously we have in our our circle that you know have known kind of the good the bad the ugly have helped have seen have kind of tried to you know give advice and and be truthful and open Mm -hmm. and honest with us um this person didn't say anything earth shattering that said it in a different way dove down a little bit farther maybe Mm -hmm. in the thought process and obviously sees both of us from a different perspective Mm -hmm. than you know the people that you talk to the people that i talk to or the you know the two (laughs) or whoever you know are extremely small circle but um seeing it from quote unquote you know, not the outside in, which obviously being public, a lot of people see that relationship from the outside and they don't see from the inside out or even on the cusp of that. So seeing it from there going, hey, this, this, and this for you is kind of what I've seen. And this, this, and this for her is kind of what I've seen. And this is where you guys are missing it. You're not missing it by far. We weren't missing it by far. We just weren't clicking. We clicked, and then there's this little, sh- there's this shift, and then all of a sudden, just like you said, those little things pile up to bigger things. This was one of those things. It's like, okay, he's not hearing me, or she's not hearing me, or whatever. This is a small thing that we can fix, and it didn't get fixed because it just kept, you know, you continue to be, be- busy and independent. Since we're that's where we're at, and I continue <laughs> to be overthinking and Mm -hmm. and you know wanting and all of these things and it wasn't it became a bigger thing but in all actuality it probably could have been fixed a while ago but i i or you know a couple weeks ago whenever you know whatever we had the you know this this the bigger conversation right well i mean and i think what it came down to was independent and not independent and learning to understand each other in that capacity because being independent I'm like okay I just got I got a ton of stuff I have to get off my list today I still have to be a mom I still got to make dinner I still got to do this I still got to do that which I hate making dinner but I'm like I have all these things going on for the record <laughs> for the record I can make dinner I hate doing it you hate you can you can cook you can make dinner you just hate it I yeah. hate it so it's like here are all these things that I have and I'm like the most important person that is needing me right now is my child who cannot fend for himself, cannot emotionally, physically, you know, can't fend for himself. But I'm like, here's this grown man that I'm coming to, which I've never done in my life, say, I can't do this. I'm coming to him. I'm like, he is not hearing me. He's not listening. And so eventually when we both had spoken to our friend, Josh had called me you know, we hadn't really talked a ton. And I say that meaning we hadn't talked a ton like we always do. We normally don't go like an hour without speaking to each other. So that weekend was like, I don't know, six, eight, nine, ten, whatever it was, like several hours in between. Um, So after he had spoken with a friend as well, it was, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about Because I was pissed. I'm like, how in the world are you not just understanding? I give you, you spend more time with me than anybody. So it was like I was trying everything to explain to him. I'm not out with anyone else. I'm not that he would, not that he said anything about that. But I'm like, I'm not out. I'm not on the phone with anyone, right? So like, I don't have extra time to like not 
not go out, well, right? I'm not going out, so I don't have extra time to take that away and give to you. I'm not on the phone all day long with like friends or whatever, so I don't have that to cut out and give to you. So it was like, I'm giving you everything I have. I have nothing more. And to not feel like I was being heard was super frustrating. And all I kept hearing from him was, but I need it, but I need it, but I need it. So after he spoke with our friend, he's like, listen, I don't feel like you need me. I don't feel like you want me. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel whatever. So it was like a whole switch once he said, once you said those things of, I want to feel wanted. I want to feel needed. All of those things. It was like, I didn't feel worthy. And I was like, but I've never said that to you. Like you're here. I'm like, you literally are the one that I go to bed with at night, wake up with in the morning. I'm like, you literally lick every crevice of my body. I'm like, no one else does that. No. I'm like, no one else does that. I'm like, what more do you need from me? So it was literally just, and I'll say it. I was so thankful that you stopped in, in your track because it was a constant, it was like the same thing. I need this, I need this. And, the, and I'm like a thousand different ways I'm trying to explain like, but I don't have it because of this or I can't do that because of it. Like I felt like I was trying to explain so many different ways to get him to understand. And it was just the same thing he kept coming back with. So to be able to stop and say, okay, let's dissect it. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel this. I didn't feel that. And I told him for minute one, and he'll tell you right now, what is always key for me? consistency so when he when he kept asking for my time and I didn't have it and, and I don't mean like I walked around the house and ignored him and I never talked that's not what we're talking about he wanted extra quality one-on-one time that's to be fair some days and this is gonna this is not I'm gonna say it it's not gonna be some days something at all because of how busy you are and time together for me and what I was quote unquote needing or longing for or wanted or whatever was not what you were able to give. So doing what you said, help, you know, doing stuff around the house. Look, I practically am there. Like I practically live in there. It's practically, <laughs> you know, you know, you're the neighbor boy is like, this is Josh's house, but he does. <laughs> Facts. you know, doing all of those things and being like, Hey, I'm here. I know you. And then the overthinking is like, Hey, you want me here. This is not how you've ever made me feel, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get the thought process for people to understand and maybe they feel that way. I'm 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 here. I'm doing all of these things to help us, not just to help you, but to help us. And then I felt like I'm like I'm asking for just this whatever. And when I wasn't, you know, getting the answer I wanted, or it was like, hey, I continue to just I'm continuing to do what I need to do and what my heart's telling me to do and what I think you need me to do each and every day, but I'm not getting this from you. The frustration part on your end, too, of going, geez, like, he freaking keeps asking me. Yeah. And, you know. I think, what did I say? I was like, you're, I think I called you spoiled. Like, I was like, you're acting like a spoiled brat. You've asked me the same thing 25,011 times in a row. I have told you I don't have it. What do you want me to, like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? So, yeah. And on my end, it's the same thing. It was the same, like, frustration of, like, well, what the heck am I doing here? Like, why am I here? I'm not able to get this time. I'm, you know, I have stuff, you know, I have stuff to do that I'm able, like, it's just this whole, 
it's tough. And I know this is what everyone Well, and your, expect, your expectation was a, is a little bit different, I think, too, as someone who is, we'll say, not as independent as I am. So or my... Was. Or was, and I right. think that's another part of me having to re reevaluate. All right, am I expecting too much of her right now? Because to be fair, as frustrating, and you're like, I was pissed. Shoot, I was pissed too. <laughs> we thought, yeah. Day, y'all, I was freaking pissed. I'm like, I can't even get a kiss. I can't even get this. And legit, like. And you got them, but you wanted more. And I was like, this motherfucker. I swear to right, God. Like, I was so mad at him. I'm like, you are right. literally up my ass asking me for every like. Can you can you stop? Like I remember. I oh my gosh. I, I, I'm in love with this woman. I mean, what you want me to say? Like, I want more. You want me to? I don't want less. Like, you don't want me to want less either. And on that note, we're out. We out. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.